Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Well, amen. This is Pastor Jeremy Simpson, and I appreciate you tuning in to the Treasures of Truth podcast today. And uh, we are so excited about you being with us. Uh, We're in the book of Ephesians right now in chapter number six. Over the last few podcasts, we've been looking at the whole armor of God. And uh, we've already in the uh, past few podcasts dealt with the enemy. And now we're talking about the equipment uh, there in chapter six that the Apostle Paul talked about. We looked at the girdle of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. And on today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about the... uh, the shoes, the shoes, verse number 15, where the Bible said, having your feet shod and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And I told you all of these pieces are necessary. He said the whole armor of God, the complete armor of God. We certainly need the armor. We completely need the armor and we can confidently use the armor uh, to fight against the spiritual wickedness that is coming against us. And so these shoes of the gospel of peace, the word shod there that you find in verse number 15, and your feet shod with the preparation. That word shod is a Greek word, uh, hupadeo, and it means having underbound the feet, having underbound the feet. Now, you got to remember, this is a uh, an epistle that is born out of the prison, the Apostle Paul Uh, has written this in his recollection of the time that he spent there in the prison awaiting trial, awaiting execution. We know he was to be beheaded and eventually was beheaded. And if you study the history of it, uh, history asserts that he would have possibly been chained to a Roman soldier 24 hours per day. And they would work in six-hour shifts, and he was chained to probably four soldiers per day. And as he winds this letter to the Ephesian believers down, uh, he's writing about this whole armor of God and looking possibly at a Roman soldier while doing it. If not looking directly at him, he's looking at him in his memory. And uh, before we get into that, notice in verse number 13, there's a a little uh, three-word phrase, the evil day. He said, able to withstand in the evil day. And that definite article there the uh, it, it's very important every word is important when you study the word of god you know what i believe i believe it's referring to a particular day and uh, what paul is saying is we need to be prepared in advance for what might be coming or what is coming without a doubt there is not one hint of question in verse number 13 I mean, it's not even up for debate. You are going to encounter temptation as a child of God. You are going to encounter some level of spiritual warfare. And Paul talks about the evil day. What is that? In that moment when you least expect it, the devil could make his fiercest attack and will make his fiercest attack. And Paul, by the Holy Spirit, says we've got to be prepared. Uh, The devil has got a plan for me and a plan for you to influence you to make a bad decision. And in one fell swoop, one brief moment, 
it could change your life forever. I thought about that, how that happened in the life of Eve. She was tempted by the serpent, disobeyed God, plunged mankind because Adam joined her into sin. That moment happened to David, who was not prepared for the evil day, and he would never be the same. Though he was forgiven, it carried lasting consequences. What about Moses, that great man of God of Israel, the mediator between Israel and the Father, called of God to lead the people to the promised land, but in a weak moment of anger, he twice smote that rock that symbolized Christ, our once smitten Savior, and 40 years of wilderness work and wandering went down the drain and he wasn't allowed to enter into Canaan, the abundant life. What about Simon Peter? Denied the Lord one moment and changed history, what we know about the life of Peter. And I know Peter went on to serve the Lord. I mean, in his first six sermons that he preached, he had over 10,000 saved. But I guarantee you, you could have got a hold of Simon Peter and said, do you wish you'd have never denied the Lord? And he absolutely would have said, I wish that blemish was never on that record. The moment happened to Samson when he laid his head in the lap of Delilah. The moment happened to Saul as jealousy sprang in his heart when they began to sing, Saul's killed his thousands, David's killed his ten thousands. That moment when he allowed that jealousy and that rage to enter in changed his life, cost him his throne and his testimony and ultimately his life. And only the whole armor of God can withstand the onslaught of that evil day. Uh, The evil day. Brother Jeremy, what is that? Well, there's no specifics in verse 13. We're just told to be prepared. And I've, I've read and studied and I've even heard some say that it's the last days we're living in. But I don't take that view. Uh, I believe the evil day is today. You say, why do you say that? Because the only day that I have any power or control in or choices in, it's not yesterday or tomorrow. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow may never come. The only day that I have any power or control or choice over is today. Today is the evil day. Today, think about this. Today could be the day that you make a choice that ruins the rest of your days. Today could be the day that you make a choice that destroys your testimony or destroys your family. Today could be the day that you allow Satan a stronghold in your life. You can do nothing about yesterday's failures. You can do nothing about tomorrow's fears. But today you can be prepared to fight. And so these shoes of the gospel of peace make up such an important role and part of the whole armor. That Roman soldier uh, that's described there in verse 15, he would wear thick leather sandals that were attached to his feet with thick straps. On the bottom were what was called hobnails, which were sort of like what we would know today as cleats. Uh, the shoes of the Roman soldier were very important, just as one of the just as one of the top priorities for our soldiers of war today is good dry shoes because your whole body's built upon them. And the words verse fifteen preparation, it's talking about having a grounding or a foundation. We're to be grounded in the gospel. We're to stand in the gospel. And four times, four times in this passage, Paul told us to stand. 
Because if a soldier can't stand, a soldier can't fight. Our foundation is important. What is the foundation? The shoes of the gospel of peace. Our foundation is the gospel. Our grounding is the gospel. And we know what the gospel is according to 1 Corinthians 15. It's the good news of Christ. And boy, the devil tries to pollute that and dilute that. But Galatians 1.6 talks about, you know, not being soon removed from, from, from the one that called you into the grace of, God, of Christ unto another gospel. And some would pervert the gospel. And he said, though an angel from heaven or me preach unto you any other gospel, he said, let him be accursed. Why? Because if you're wrong on the gospel, you'll be wrong on everything else in your life because it is the firm foundation for sure footing. The gospel of peace, that is our foundation. And the gospel of peace that we have with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if you study earlier in the book of Ephesians, you know that Paul had already covered the subject of peace. Ephesians 1-2, he talked about grace being to you and peace. Uh, chapter 2, verse 14, he says, He is our peace that broke down the middle wall of partition. Uh, chapter 2, verse 15, talks about abolishing in his flesh the enmity and making peace. He came and preached peace to us, which were far off. In another verse, it says, the very peace that Paul wrote about earlier, the peace we have with God is our standing power. We are at peace with God through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible said that's one of the purposes of Christ coming to the world in Luke chapter number one, that he was going to give light uh, to those that sat in darkness and guide our feet in the way of peace. I love that verse of scripture over the book of Isaiah where it says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. And, well, how does that help us in fighting? How does that help us in fighting? Because we're talking about a warfare here. We're talking about, you know, the spiritual battle that's going on, and how does, how does the peace of God uh, help us, and the peace with God, more importantly? Because it's peace when you read verses like, Romans 8, 31, if God be for us, who can be against us? That's a battle. And he said, you've got God for you. There's peace in 1 John 4, 4, where it says, Year of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There's peace in John chapter 10, verse 28, where the Bible said, I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. There's peace in Romans 5, 1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. There's peace in Romans 8, 37, that we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. So the shoes of the gospel, that's very important, the gospel of peace. That gospel is what brings peace and brings our foundation because the gospel is what ended the war between the sinner and God. And the fact that we're in a war today isn't it a blessing that the war we have today is with satanic forces and not with the sovereign God of heaven? Because that means God is no longer our enemy. God is now our ally. And the foundation we stand upon is we know we can stand in the evil day because the gospel of peace means we are no longer standing alone. I mean, how can we stand against Satan, against the world, against our own flesh, if God is not on our side. 
Because before the gospel, you didn't have just three enemies. You had four enemies. Have you ever thought about that? Before the gospel, before the good news, and before salvation, you had four enemies, not three enemies. You had Satan, flesh, the world, and you also had God Almighty angry with the wicked every day. But the gospel tipped the scales. And the word Paul used to describe the relationship with God before the gospel is the word enmity. Enmity. And that is a Greek word, ekthra. And it means hostility, opposition. It really literally means you are at war with God. The Bible talks about that now that we are, uh, we do have peace because he is our peace and broke down that middle wall and abolished in his flesh the enmity that we had between God and man. And so what the gospel does, and this is why it's so important to understand that you need to have this foundation and your shoes founded on this, is because the gospel put you on the right side of the battlefield. There was a war before you got saved, but you was on the wrong side. There was a war before you got redeemed, but you were on the wrong side. And so now that gospel has caused you to change the sides of the battlefield. And no longer are you standing by yourself against four enemies, but now God is standing with you against the three enemies that remain. And boy, that encourages my heart today. There's three provisions I want to give you before we go off of uh, the podcast today. The three provisions of the gospel of peace. The three provisions of these shoes of the gospel of peace. The first provision is those shoes of the gospel give you stability. He said having your feet shod. That means the underbinding. Those bound sandals of the Roman soldier. That shoe that that was bound and it gave them stability. And something I really love as I was studying this and something I really love about this is that this shoe described here was worn by the common soldier. Paul is writing about common materials that are not just for the elitist, not just for the exclusive. God provided for the common soldier in his army. And then not only does it give stability, but it also gives mobility. The Bible uh, here, this, this, this shoes, see, he's describing the soldier of Caesar's army. And Caesar wanted his soldiers to have proper shoes that they could move quickly. They were designed with fur inside to keep the feet from being tired. They were designed to not uh, chafe the feet uh, when they were marching or running. Because no matter how skilled an army, if they, can't, if they stand still, they're going to be defeated. So stability is necessary, but so is mobility. Once you stand your ground and you take that ground, then you move forward. Stability is our message, but mobility is our method. And as soldiers, we need to be on the move. We need to be growing every day in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ because the battle is never going to be worn, won if we're sitting still. And so it needs stability, and it needs mobility, and also we need possibility. Because when you're stable on your feet, and you're mobile on your feet, we have the possibility of setting prisoners of war free. Stability is our message, the gospel. And mobility is our method, 
keep moving. Don't 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 sing the Baptist anthem. I shall not be. I shall not be moved. But that's our method, and the impossibility is our motive, because the Bible says this: How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. These soldiers kept their shoes on in a state of war. A lot of times they even slept in them. They were they were ready. And a good child of God, a Christian, is always looking for an opportunity when they've been stable and they've become mobile that it might be possible that they could reach a sinner with the gospel. Man, what a message there is in the gospel of peace and those shoes. And so I want you to go out today. If you're listening to the podcast early, I want you to go out today and I want you to be salt and light. And if you're listening to it in the evening, go out tomorrow. Plan right now to go out tomorrow and be salt and light in this world. And we do it through the gospel of peace. Stand in the gospel of peace. Thank you for joining today on the Treasures of Truth podcast. And I look forward to our next time together. God bless you is my prayer.